You're listening to the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. I'm Heather, and I like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around in our jam jams with no makeup, a messy bun, and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child. In this show, we chat about homemaking, simplifying mommyhood, Jesus, and everything in between. This is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy, beautiful, hilarious mess. I want to give you the encouragement, support, and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab Grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days. Relax. Let's chat. All right, guys. So forgive me if I talk really fast, but I've got precisely 15 minutes before I have to go pick my kids up from childcare at the Y. So I am going to try to talk fast, kind of. Anyways, today we're talking about decluttering, specifically toys. What happens when you take away almost all of the toys and why it's so good for you and for them, for them to be bored. So my background is a few years ago, I was sick. Now, mind you, I only had a three-year-old, not even a three-year-old. I had a two-year-old, like a two and a half-year-old and a baby. And I was tired of cleaning up the tiny bits of toys. The Duplo blocks, the foam blocks, whatever they were, it was like The second they went into that playroom, everything would be dumped. And then, of course, nobody's cleaning up after themselves. So I'm breaking my back every day, and I'm tired. My husband's deployed, and I'm over it. So I had this idea. I don't know if I was on Pinterest. I don't know where I got it. But I got three large totes, like the big Sterilite storage containers. And I decided to separate all the toys into fourths. So I put a third or a fourth in one tote, a fourth in another, a fourth in another, and then the last fourth I left in the playroom. And I figured what would happen is about every month or so, I would go down to the basement when they got bored of those toys, and I would take up a bin and I'd dump it out, and then I'd put this the old stuff that we had been using in the bin and put and hide that one away and just kind of rotate them. Well, a few months went by and I never went down into the basement. (laughs) I realized that I had forgotten to swap the toys because my kids were never asking for them. They were never telling me they were bored. And now, mind you, this is probably just the almost three-year-old. I learned that this is a really good way for the kids to tell you what they actually love. Maybe twice my son asked for a specific toy and I said, Mommy does have it. Let me go get it. And I'd go down to the basement on my own because you know if they all came down with me, they would want all the toys to come back up. And I would bring it up. And so even those toys that annoyed me, if those two toys were asked for, then I brought those toys up. What I came to realize what I think my kids were just really overstimulated, just like we are when we've got clutter and crap all over the place in the house. Like, you know those times where you're like, there's so much to do, I'm just going to shut down and do nothing? <laughs> Like the kid's case, when that happens, is they say, I'm bored. So this next phase I went through was, we're only going to have one of everything phase. Because when I was sorting everything into bins, I realized we had two teapot sets. We had, you know, 18 play pots and pans or whatever. We had different types of Legos. And so I had sorted those into different bins thinking when I rotate them, they'll have one of, you know, everything in each bin. But then I just kind of realized, well, they don't need the other three bins full of 
Paw Patrol, different types of Paw Patrol stuff because they're perfectly content for three months not playing with the standard Paw Patrol pups. So why do I need to have all all of them? And so finally, I just went on a massive purge. Everything that was broken, that was noisy and annoying, that was insane to pick up every day, like all the things that tend to get dumped. And you want to know what happened? My kids started playing and they started using the toys and cleanup was a lot easier on me and it's still a lot easier on them. It's not overwhelming and they will go play in their room for hours by themselves using their imagination. And by getting rid of so much, I realized they don't need much to keep them occupied. That less is definitely more and that the toys that spark play and imagination are way better toys to keep than any of those character ones that I can't stand. So, you know, you've got the Paw Patrol lookout and the Paw Patrol pups, and they can pretty much just play Paw Patrol. (laughs) But if you have a kitchen set, the kids can play diner, they can play restaurant, they can pretend like somebody's sick and you're making them soup, they could play house, you know, and so it was like, The more I started purging, the more I realized, let me just keep these open-ended things that is not going to direct them how to play. And you know what? (laughs) They don't really care to watch the TV anymore. And they are playing better with each other. They clean up after themselves so much easier. And I spoke about in a few podcasts ago about my chore system and how we make them clean up their room every night and we don't help them. And they're really able to do it on their own. And it's miraculous, but it's also because they don't have a lot. I think they have four 11 by 11 bins that fit into a cubby hole. And that's all the toys that they have. Like of the small things, you know, they have a a kitchen set and a playhouse, but that's it. They also have really, now the weather's been a lot better, but they've really been enjoying nature. Like I just set them outside with the water table and they go hunting for rocks for like an hour (laughs) or flowers for forever. And they have, since I started this initial purge, I have never heard the words, I'm bored. Not to mention the go play in your room is no longer a punishment and it's not overwhelming because they go in there and they find something to do. If you're a mom like me who was so overwhelmed, who couldn't handle picking up after all the humans, keeping the kitchen clean, doing all the things, making dinner, and then cleaning up after the kids all of their toys that they just spewed everywhere, then believe me, you've got to just sit down and declutter these toys because it's it's a life changer. Even if you do nothing else in your house but the toys, you will eventually realize how beneficial it is and you'll go do it in all the rest of the rooms. So now that we're at this big purge, pretty much what I do is every maybe three months or so, I'll go back through and repurge things, things that have gotten broken, you know, stuffed animals. When you, when new stuffed animals come in, then they stop using the old ones so much. And so which ones can we donate? Things like that. And my kids aren't upset about it. When I say, we're going to give this to kiddos that maybe don't have as many toys or mommy's just going to go put this in the attic. You know, I'm actually thinking right now, I'll probably go put the Paw Patrol lookout and the sea patroller and all those things in the attic because the kids don't use them and they take up a lot of room in the closet. (laughs) But anyways, these things are just really not 
needed for stimulation anymore. And they would much prefer playing with each other instead. And I'm loving that. So if I can keep fostering that and if I can help other moms get there, then that's my mission. So if you've decluttered anything and you really felt like, yes, girl, this is working. I'm enjoying this. The kids are doing so much better now. Please head over my Instagram or send me an email or whatever and let me know. You can always ask me questions. I can try to give advice. Like I said, I still have young kids, so I cannot talk to anybody who's got like a 10-year-old and you just decide to rip away all of his all of his toys and stuff. So I can't attest to that, but I will say that it is pretty awesome when you finally get rid of like 75% of the toys and the kids just play. It's amazing. Y'all, can you hear all my kids in the background? Okay, so when I recorded this episode, the idea was that I was going to then give you tips on how to actually declutter, and I never got to that before I had to pick up my kids. So this episode has been part one of like why you should declutter, how it can help you, and then next decluttering episode we have is going to be like exactly how I did it and how you do it, and step-by-step with all the toy things and... Then you can take it and run with it and let me know how the declutter goes. Pardon all the noise in the background. The kids are watching Frozen. We're about to go watch a Frozen musical downtown somewhere. And all the babies are awake. And I'm trying to edit podcasts. So, real life. (laughs) This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at Holy Hot Mess Mom, as well as in our exclusive Mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M-A-M-A-S, so we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.